0: You're listening to the Quince
1: podcast. The murder of a 26-year-old bajjungal activist in Karnataka's Shivmoga district brought the city to a boil, with large-scale protests erupting on 22nd February, followed by demonstrations across the state. The deceased man, known as Harsha Hindu, was reportedly stabbed by a group of five assailants on 21st February in Shivmoga, which is about 250 kilometers away from Bengaluru. This incident comes at an especially charged-up moment in the state with several districts witnessing hijab versus saffron Shaw protests. In this little town too, 58 students were suspended from the local college just recently for demanding to be allowed to attend classes wearing hijab. Expectedly, this incident soon turned into a political slugfest, with BJP leaders like Kapil Mishra calling this a new form of jihad and Goa CM Pramod Savan blaming quote-unquote anti-Hindu fundamentalist. Karnataka Rural Development Minister and BJP leader KS Ishwarappa went on to openly accusing quote-unquote Muslim goons for this act, while BJP National Secretary C.T. Ravi called this murder a conspiracy. Though Harsha has been part of the protest demanding a ban on hijabs held on 7 February outside a college in Shivmoga, the reason behind the killing has not been ascertained yet. Despite the prompt action by the police, which made its first arrest in the case just hours after the incident, thousands of Batrangul activists took to the streets the very next day to take out a funeral procession. This too soon turned violent with reports of vandalism, including several vehicles being reportedly torched by the activists resulting in police lati charge and tear gas shells being fired. A curfew has also been placed in the city till 25th February. But the question is, how did this incident become so commonly charged in a small town in Karnataka? Where does the investigation stand now? To unpack this, we speak to Nicola Henry, the Quinn's South Bureau Chief. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you. And I'm your host, Emmat. Let's start with what we know about Harsha Hindu and what led to his murder on 21st February. His real name is Harsha Jinkade and went by quote-unquote Hindu as his last name on social media. According to an Indian Express report, he was an employee of a mobile service centre in Sangali and was an active member of the Bajrang Dal for the past 5 years. According to the report, a gang of men arrived at the Bharti colony Shivmoga in a car and stabbed Harsha. Following the attack, he was taken to a nearby hospital where he was declared dead. The police has so far arrested a total of six persons, Muhammad Kashif, Syed Nadeem, Afsifullah Khan, Rehan Sharif, Nihan, and Abdul Afran. and 12 are being questioned in connection with the murder. CCTV footage that has emerged from the intervening night between Sunday and Monday shows the police capturing one man from the neighbourhood where Harsha was stabbed late in the night. The police, according to a Times of India report, suspect that Harsha's recent posts on social media pertaining to the hijab protest may have angered the assailants. According to an Indian Express report, Harsha was also involved in at least five cases of assault and attempt to murder, including several communal incidents of attacks on rival anti-social elements from the Muslim community. However, speaking to the media, Harsha's sister, Ashwini, said that he was a helpful citizen and never spoke anything negative. Here is what she said to the media. <laughs> <laughs> Nanu ya, panggur daru, ini adalah, yang lalu beda. Soon after the incident took place, thousands of Bajrang activists decided to take a public procession across different parts of the city, starting around 1pm while Hasha's funeral procession took place. But this procession soon turned violent as protesters attacked shops and establishments belonging to the Muslim community. According to a WIRE report, private property in residential areas was also damaged with several cars being torched. The police had to resort to tear gas to bring the mob under control. Speaking of the violence that erupted in the city, additional DJP Pratap Reddy said that 14 incidents took place and 3 FIRs fires have been filed so far. Section 144 has also been applied across the district. But the big question around this entire incident is how did it become so communally charged, that too in a small district in Karnataka? What does this incident signal about the greater narrative that is being played out in the state? I speak to Nicola Henry, the Queen's South Bureau Chief, who has been covering the ongoing hijab row from Ground Zero in Udupi and the Harsha murder case as well. Nikhil, I first wanted to know what is the ground reality in Shivmoga at the moment. Can you fill us in on that?
0: Yes, uh, Shivmoga right now is... Um Mostly calm. On 20th February, after the murder uh, took place, uh, the place had seen some sort of, uh, you know, violence against a section of homes, uh, basically uh, in Muslim localities. Mm. And on uh, 21st uh, February, uh, protests escalated with the Bajrangal calling for a huge rally, you know, a funeral rally for uh, Harsha, uh, their member who was killed. Uh, mm-hmm. and in that rally, as the rally passed through the city, in some localities, there was stone pelting and some, there was some pro- property damage as well. So today I spoke to a lot of residents, uh, in the surrounding areas, um, mm-hmm. uh, of his home. And most of them said that they have left their homes and, you know, gone to relative places so that will be, uh, so that they'll feel safe. So this is, uh, in spite of a, um, of section 144 being imposed in, in uh, Shimoga, um, mm-hmm. And uh, but despite that, uh, you know there there is some fear uh, among uh, Muslim population, especially in some parts of uh, Shivmoga uh, right now. Uh, but other mm-hmm. than that, uh, there were no incidents of violence which was reported, um, uh, say yesterday and today. Yeah. So the situation is largely calm. Yeah.
1: Okay so where is the police investigation at the moment like have we learned more about the possible motive behind this murder like from what i know also that the police have said that this is no there's no connection between this and the hijab row at the moment that they have they have seen but uh, what have you learned so far
0: so uh, after the incident happened, uh, after the murder took place, uh, the mm-hmm. first statement which came from uh, any of the political circles was uh, was from the BJP with uh, you, uh, you know the minister uh, KS Harekappa saying that uh, the uh, murder could have been caused by um, Muslim wounds and this mm-hmm. is uh, you know these are his words. So um, that kind of uh, you know um, uh, led uh, the investigation. Um, cut some assertions on the, uh, you know, investigation, thinking mm. that um, whether, uh, the question was whether, you know, only some uh, people or some organizations will be targeted. But so far in the investigation, what has come out is that even, uh, the police uh, from Shivmugga has not... Um, Uh, identified any political organization uh, as um, uh, you know, they haven't uh, found that there is any political affiliation for the murder which has happened Mm. Uh, but they have arrested eight people um, and uh, it is believed to be some sort of uh, rivalry between uh, the uh, accused and uh, the person who was murdered, Harsha, uh, that seems to have culminated in um, this murder. So uh, the the investigation, uh, one, uh, it has not proved that there is any political motive behind the murder. Um, uh, and uh, the minister, home minister, um, uh, Mr. A. Nyanendra, had uh, earlier said that, you know, it doesn't have any political motive. Uh, but at the same time, they are also looking at all sorts of political connections. So that connection has not actually been established so far, but mm-hmm. eight people were arrested in the case.
1: So okay. So, what kind of narrative is being built right now, uh, by the politicians, uh, in Karnataka?
0: Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. when the hijab row happened and, uh, you know, young women, young Muslim women, uh, mm-hmm. started asking for, uh, hijab, uh, in, uh, in an Udupi college, uh, you know, they wanted to wear hijab and they were not allowed. to. they held protest, and that, uh, protest had this retaliatory, um, you know, aspect where, um, uh, you know, there were several other, uh, Hindu, uh, youth, you know, who wore saffron shawls and came and started protesting in colleges across Karnataka and uh, those protests basically led to a kind of a ban on hijab in educational institutions mm. and which was again ratified by you know supported by um, a recent high court ruling and also the government order which the uh, state government the Karnataka BJP government had passed so in that particular context uh, especially in uh, a place like Udupi um, you know things were rather um, uh, communally sensitive so mm. uh, the you know, societal fabric had actually divided um, itself on communal um, overtones, and because of which, you know, there was tension in some way or the other. So, what has mm-hmm. happened in, uh, when uh, Harsha's murder took place um, was that, you know, it erupted into. Um, further protests by uh, some of the Hindu right-wing groups like uh, Bajrang Dal, uh, the Vishwa Hindu Parishad, and to mm-hmm. some extent, the, the ruling party Ajanta Party. So, why, uh, the Harsha's murder, uh, as far as the investigation goes, is not connected with the Hijab row, But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the political color which was given was that, you know, this is some sort of a the retaliation for uh, you know the difficulties which Muslim women are being uh, are facing in different educational institutions, and mm. I'm saying this because of the protests which were held by uh, the Bajrangal and the Vishwa Hindu Parishad and also the RSS. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, across uh, different districts in Karnataka. So uh, today, for instance, um, uh, in um, uh, Ballari, in um, uh, you know, uh, in Chikmagalur, uh, and you know, in surrounding districts, there were uh, be the uh, you know, there, uh, there were protests which were held uh, by Vishw Parishad and the Badrangal and supported by the RSS, which basically mm-hmm. asked um, uh, for justice for Harsha. And by uh, justice for Harsha it doesn't uh, you know they did not mean you know justice for the person who was murdered and some sort of punitive action um, against the people who might have been involved in the crime but mm-hmm. it basically meant uh, to uh, say that uh, you know this is uh, this is basic uh, this is a protest asking for justice for hindus and mm-hmm. not justice for Harsha in particular, you know. Mm, so yeah. uh, Hindus are under threat, uh, you know. That narrative, which uh, several right wing groups have been uh, posing through, uh, for a, since a long time, that kind of got um, uh, you know uh, foregrounded in in these protests, uh, which, mm-hmm. which have been happening in uh, Karnataka since the murder of uh, since the murder of Harsha took place. So today Mm -hmm. in Bangalore as well, uh, there was this protest which was uh, supported by the RSS and, uh, you know, which basically um, uh, again uh, pushed um, uh, to the fore the message that, um, you know, there are crimes against the Hindus which are happening. So several uh, rising leaders whom I had spoken to from uh, BHP and from Bajrangal and uh, from Hindu Janajagruti. All mm. of them, uh, you know, told me that, uh, there were other attacks on Hindu men which had happened in Karnataka earlier. And these, uh, and those attacks were never, uh, discussed in the media. Uh, and, you know, um, that, uh, how come that's never, uh, you know, kind of questioned or a- anything of that sort. So the, yep. uh, the, the the issue here is that, you know, the, each of these incidents which are being said as, um, you know, attacks on Hindus could have several reasons. They need not necessarily have communal color. Like mm-hmm. in the case of Harsha, we cannot clearly say that it was a communal murder. It could be a gang murder, you know. It could, uh, it mm-hmm. could be a murder uh, which had uh, sprung from, uh, say, Uh, rivalry, personal rivalry between two people. Mm-hmm. We do not know that because the investigation has not yet concluded or it has not reached a point where such details are divulged by the police. So, yeah. uh, using Harsha's in, uh, murder, one cannot say that um, you know, all Hindus in Karnataka are under threat. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. that seems to be the narrative which is being pushed forth by um, some of the groups like, uh, say, the Bajrangal or the uh, BHP um, supported by the RSS so far. Mm-hmm. So that's Unfortunate uh, because that kind of gives it a communal uh, color that you know the Muslims are out there to uh, um, you know uh, 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 kind of um, you know endanger Hindu life, yeah. which need not necessarily be the case, you know.
1: So, mm. yeah. thank you, Nicola, for all your input and listeners. That's the end of the episode. Nicola has been reporting from the ground in Urupi on the ongoing hijab row, and you can find a link to her stories in our show notes. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story for episodic updates. We are available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSabon, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequinn.com.